Hey, and welcome to episode 14 of the Set Sail podcast. My name is Ross, and today we are going to be talking about the best WordPress plugins to really take your site to the next level and just things that will allow you to do all kinds of stuff. So there's a we have a different kind of different categories we're going to go through. First will be list building, so you know, ways to collect and build your email list. And then we'll go through some analytics and SEO stuff, some podcast plugins, those are important, and then some backup and security plugins, some speed things because web speed is is crucial and a lot of people overlook that. And then finally some site builder plugins, things to really just kind of make it drag and drop or that that style, um, make it really easy to, to build your site. So lots of stuff to go through. And before we get to that, I just a little quick note. I have a, a standing desk and it's it's easily one of the best best things I've I've gotten for my podcasting workstation. When you're standing, it just makes things feel so much more natural and your voice isn't constricted by sitting and yeah, it's awesome. Check out check them out. They they don't have to cost a ton. You can even get attachments, things like that and who knows, maybe uh maybe I'll have an article come out about some of the some of the best ones out there cuz I've uh I've tested a few lately, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. All right, let's let's get started with list building plugins. The first one is Optin Monster. And I actually went through and purchased or trialed uh, like three, four, five other different uh, email opt-in software plugins, and they all the others they all sucked basically. So, Optin Monster was by far the best. It didn't didn't have any bugs. It just worked, and really, I think that's what's what's important because you'll just waste time trying to make it work with your system if things don't work or if it doesn't have the right capabilities. So what you can do with Optin Monster is you can have, you know, when you go to exit a website like podcastinsights.com, a pop-up will show up that asks for your email. So it's kind of your last last chance to get someone to engage with you before they leave and maybe you will never come back. And then they also have some other things you can embed embed widgets for your sidebar or right within your your posts. You can have an opt-in that way. And the way I do it is on a few of a few of the posts, if you click a a link or a button, a a pop-up will show up where you then put in your email. So that's a nice a nice flow. It doesn't take up extra room. So the pop-up only shows up when you know, when a user wants it to, which is a really nice, nice functionality. Um, and I, you do need the pro version, which I believe is their higher, higher level plan to get the exit intent stuff as well as mobile specific pop-ups. So those are kind of crucial features for me. And I, I feel like will really benefit, benefit you as well. So you might have to Suck it up and, and go for the pro plan if you want if you want the best. Um, so yeah, let's continue. The next plugin I use is Social Warfare, and this one is really simple. It adds social sharing buttons to your website. But what's really cool about it is they give you a ton of custom 
customizability. That's not a word. But um, so they have these buttons that sit on the side. They're called floating floating buttons, I think. So as you scroll down, they kind of just sit on the side of the page. Or they have some that can go above and below your post or your show notes or whatever. And they also have some really cool features so you can tie it into Google Analytics so you can see uh, how much traffic you're getting from people who share. They have some uh, Pinterest options. So you can you can load a Pinterest image, but if you don't want it to show up on your post and take up a ton of room, you can actually have it be hidden. But then when someone goes to share on Pinterest, it will it will be the default sharing image. So um, there's a ton of other little kind of little features you can customize. You can it'll sort automatically by whichever social media site had the most shares, or you can put it in your own your own order if you want. And what I really like about it is that it's really lightweight, which means it doesn't load a bunch of extra code like some of the like most of the other uh, social plugins. Everything is loaded from your website. It doesn't it doesn't have to go off to another server. And that just keeps really fast. And that's one of the main main reasons I went with it initially, but the other features just really kind of made it made it awesome as well. So make sure to just check out if you want to see all this stuff, you can go to setsailpodcast.com slash fourteen and you'll have there'll be links to to all these plugins that I mentioned. So next one is a form builder. So Contact forms is kind of the uh, the most obvious option, but you can use them for email capture or payment. You know, if you offer a coaching program and you want people to fill out a form and pay, there's, um, you know, anything you need, need a form for, feedback, you name it. So WP Forms is the one I recommend for that. And I believe it's by the same people as Optin Monster. So um, they just, they do stuff really well. So I, I definitely trust them. They're always updating their software and that that's a plus. And then the next one is OneSignal. And this is a push notification service and it's 100% free. So, you know, if you go to like Podcast Insights or a lot of sites will do this, uh, there'll be a little pop-up that says, do you want to allow notifications? And then it's basically another list that you can send to people. So it kind of works like like email, I guess you would say. So it's a, it's a WordPress plugin that you install and then you have to do a little configuration. And after that, you just send out, send out messages. So kind of cool. There's other services. I think Push Crew is another one, but it's, it's not free. So I like the uh, I like the free option, and it works just as well, or or maybe better. And the next one is a email service provider. It's called ConvertKit, and you really want to build an email list in order to get back in touch with your your podcast listeners or your your website visitors. And email is by far the best way to do that. So. ConvertKit is they have a plugin that will that will embed uh, opt-in forms at the bottom of your post, or you can use a a little short code and put them wherever you want. So they make it really easy to to integrate that. And then they also have 
another little known feature where if someone is a subscriber and then they go to your website, you can actually track which pages they they visit and you could back in the convert system, you could tag someone based on the pages they view or the categories or or a sales page maybe and then send them specific messages or a sequence of messages based on the pages they viewed, which kind of indicates what they're interested in. So that's it's kind of an awesome advanced feature. I, I don't even take advantage of it yet, but maybe I'll uh, think of something because I think that that really helps the people who are visiting your site. You know, if, if someone says they want to know about WordPress plugins, then there's a good chance they want to know about kind of WordPress hosting maybe or WordPress themes, and it might make sense to send messages around around that to them you know quickly after they visit that so nice a nice uh advanced feature that you can use with convert kit combined with their wordpress plugin so that's the key there and then this last one is kind of a, a back-end piece it's called SendGrid, and they're actually based here in colorado so it's another, another reason i like them but what they do is they basically just send the emails when someone fills out a contact form and I think it's free for a small, a small account or small amount of, um, sends. So sometimes when you use contact forms on WordPress, there can be issues where your the, the email that it's sent from is different from the, what the server expects it to be or something. I, I don't know the exact details, but, SendGrid basically fixes that that issue that I've seen a few times, and you know if you're if you're a local business trying to get leads, everyone counts, and you don't want email to to be the reason that that you're not getting your your messages. So I I use that just as kind of a, a peace of mind, and it's one of those things you set up once and you won't have to touch ever again. Now we're going to move on to the analytics, SEO, links, and ads section. And the first one will be for analytics. So there's a few different ways to set up Google Analytics on your WordPress site. The easiest way is with Monster Insights. And they're also by the Optin Monster team. And their, their plugin is really lightweight and fast, which is awesome. And they have a ton of, I guess you'd say, advanced analytics features that are pretty difficult to enable without a plugin like this. So there is a there is a cost to this and you can there's a, you can install analytics for free and a lot of themes will have a spot where you can insert it but where it gets tricky is if you want to add click tracking. So, you know, if someone clicks a clicks a certain link on your site, you with this Monster Insights plugin, you could save it as an event. And then that would show up in your Google Analytics. And you can create conversion goals out of that and do some other stuff. And that's just one example. They integrate with Google Optimize, which is like a free A-B testing software. Uh, there's e-commerce tracking that sets up nice and easy for you. A ton of stuff. So if you don't want to mess with code or you know you want to make sure things are set up correctly because a lot of times Google Analytics gets sets up set up wrong, which then makes it basically worthless. So 
uh, just go with Monster Insights and and you'll know it's it's done right. Next, we have Pretty Links. And this one I use a ton. And I know a ton of other people recommend this as well. There is a free version as well as a paid version. And I use the free one. I think it's fine for 90 plus percent of people. But what it does is it allows you to create a link that then redirects to another another page or another site. And you can create the link however however you want. So so one way that I do it is with this pretty links link itself. You'll see it says podcastinsights.com slash pretty links. And when you click that, it's actually an affiliate link that then goes to their website where you can sign up if you know if you pay for the the paid plan, which I don't think you should do, but that's just uh, just one example. And so you just go in their system, create the the short link or pretty link, which is the slash pretty links, and then you create the the longer link, and then you can insert that anywhere anywhere you link on your page. Really cool, really easy to use, and it's awesome for podcasts. So, for example, when when you say something, it's a lot easier to say uh, a shorter link that people can remember than something with this long tracking code that would be impossible for someone someone to remember. So, highly recommended for podcasters. Just just grab it and and use it. Next is kind of a just a just one you have to have, and it's free. Is Yoast SEO, and it. it does a lot of stuff in the back end, which is nice. That really improves your SEO for your WordPress site. And then it also allows you to edit your your titles. So, you know, when you search on Google, that first thing you you see the, is, the, is the title and you want to make sure that's engaging and it doesn't actually have to be the same as your blog post heading. Those can be, those can be different. So they kind of give you some guides as to if you have enough words or your density of your keywords or, or basically how your content sounds. They do some analyzation, which is awesome. So just grab it. It's free. They have some, a premium version, but most people probably will be fine without that. And then the last one in this section is ad inserter. And this one has also has a free and paid version and it lets you basically save code or ads and then you can use them to insert them in different places so you can you can use them in widgets you can have them automatically inserted after the third paragraph or above your content or below or there's a million different options so and you don't have to use it with just ads uh anything where you need to insert code you could even use it to insert maybe uh your google analytics code. You could do that. There's a, there are a ton of things you might need to use it for. So I just wanted to highlight that as, as an option. And now we're on to podcaster plugins. And these are things, well, we'll get into it. So PowerPress is the first one. And this is the one of the ways to get your, your RSS feed set up right on your website. And they're obviously a part of Blueberry, so they have a, a nice, easy connection to Blueberry hosting. 
So right from your WordPress dashboard, you can upload your MP3 file, create your show notes, and it'll automatically insert a uh, embedded player on the page, kind of a nice all-in-one platform. But keep in mind that you can also use Blueberry's PowerPress plugin with other hosts and kind of still take advantage of, of a lot of their, their features as well. And then the next one is Smart Podcast Player by Pat Flynn. And it's really, it's really cool. It's what I use on, on the Podcast Insights site. So it's just a nice looking player. They have a, a playlist player, and that's what I use on the Set Sail podcast page. They have an individual player that I put on individual posts. And I don't know, it's really customizable. You can, you can change how you share, and you can change the images you use and all kinds of, all kinds of cool stuff. So it's not free. So you know, it's not a it's not a must have, but it's um it's well supported. I've actually talked to their their support a few times just to just to see, see how how quick they responded and it was great. So uh check it out. We're gonna go on to the next section, which is backup and security plugins. And the first one, there's there's actually a bunch of these, but I um I found one that's free. And I think works really well. And what I do is I connect it to Dropbox and then set a a weekly backup. So it basically, I mean, you set it up and you don't have to think about it. It's called Back WP Up. So Back WP Up for for WordPress. And yeah, you just you just it downloads your database and all your you know everything on your site, your images, your content. Uh, you can even download a list of the plugins you have installed. And so if anything happens, you know, you get hacked or you accidentally delete something, who knows, you'll have a backup. And I like to save to Dropbox because then it's, it's more, it's more in my control and, and it has, it's not saved on the server that something might happen to. So I like to have uh, backups in just different, different locations. Just a little, little redundancy there. And then following that up is WordFence. And this has a free and a paid version. And I used the free version for a long time. Then I switched to the the paid version for a little while. And what this does is basically keeps hackers and spammers out of your site. And they it's actually kind of scary when you install it. You'll see how many how many times or how many people are are trying to maliciously get in, get into your site. And this isn't an issue with just WordPress. This happens with, with every site, uh, just in, in different ways. You're, you're just not aware of it until you install something like this that actually shows you what's happening. So highly recommended start with the free version. That'll, that'll help a ton. And if you really want an advanced level of security, you can get the paid version, which adds a, a real-time IP block list that changes by the minute, I think, and it's kind of cool. So check out WordFence for that. And then we're going to go on to website speed plugins. So think these are things that speed up your website. Um, yeah, so there's kind of different ways that this can happen. Uh, the biggest 
files on on a website typically are images. So that's what we're going to start with is a plugin that compresses your images. So images have a lot of, you know, there's different formats, there's different sizes, they're like the pixel size, and then there's different quality sizes, which doesn't change the dimensions, but it has more to do with um, how how good it looks. But there's ways to compress an image that don't degrade the quality too much, or they might reduce the quality, but to a level that that an average person wouldn't wouldn't be able to notice, or anyone wouldn't be able to notice. So that's what Short Pixel does. Uh, they have they have a free plan. I think it gives you 100, 200 images a month. And then you can also grab buckets of images. So what I, I, I use short pixel and what I did is I bought 30,000 images for $20. So that will last me years and I can, you can use it on multiple sites if you want or share it with your friends, I think. So, um, yeah, for 20 bucks to, to drastically, um, speed up your site, I think is, is by far worth it. And one of the other reasons I really like short pixel is that they automatically create uh, .webp versions of your images. And what those are is a Google um, image format. That So like JPEG and PNG, there's WebP, which is a lot smaller in size, but just as good quality. Uh, the only problem with it is that not all browsers support it quite yet, but they will automatically change your, your image code to a, a different kind of code that uses WebP if it's allowed, and then it'll fall back to the standard JPEG or PNG if it's not. So, yeah, that that alone is is pretty pretty cool, pretty advanced feature. Um, you'll want to make sure that it doesn't mess things up when you when you enable it. But highly recommended. the The team behind Short Pixel is really cool. So check that out. Um, next we have auto optimize, except there's only one O, so it's auto optimize. And what they do is, so you have a bunch of, of files on, on your website, JavaScript files and CSS files from your WordPress theme and plugins. And the, a lot of, usually they're, they're separate files. And so each one will have to be loaded one at a time by the server. But what this does is it automatically, in kind of in the background, combines all the files into one. And so then the server only has to load one JavaScript file and one CSS file and instead of four, five, 20, you name it. So right there, it just speeds everything up. And then it also does some other little things. There's something called compression, which is part of that combination, which basically takes out all the spaces in those files. So it just makes them smaller. So all these little things just kind of add up to make for a better experience for your visitors. This is one you just install, um, you know, change, change the settings as needed and, and you're done. You don't have to touch it again. And then kind of along those lines is another one called WP super cache. And what caching does is, it saves your server from getting a lot of requests because they store your your website as like a static 
file so the database doesn't have to be used over and over again. I know it might be confusing, but basically just get WP Supercache and they do the work for you and your website gets faster instantly. Just just do it. Some um, website hosting companies will do this for you. So if you use Kinsta, which is the web host that I use and mentioned in the last episode, they will handle that stuff for you. But if you don't, grab a caching plugin like WP Supercache. Oh, and it's also it's also made by the people who made WordPress. So you know it's going to be well supported and, and work well. And then this last one is it's a kind of a combination plugin. It's it's called Discuss Conditional Load. And so Discuss is one of the most popular commenting systems for for websites and for WordPress, and it's what I use. But discuss discuss conditional load. What it does is it basically replaces the discuss or discus, people say it different ways. Um replaces the official plugin and instead you'll use DCL to um, not load because Discuss has to like query their server for comments and then it kind of slows it down a little bit on the initial load. So what happens is it won't load until you scroll down to the comment section and then all that stuff will happen. So it just kind of delays delays the comment system loading until people actually need it, which is which is really cool. And so it's another one of those things set up, uh, make sure it works, and and you're done. You won't have to mess with it. Cool. Speeds up your site. Uh, pretty simple. And then finally, we are back down to the site builder plugins. And so if you, you don't want to mess with... Um, dealing with themes or code. Um, there's some couple plugins that basically allow you to build your, your site however you want. You can, you can create sections and posts and forms. There's a ton of stuff built into these, these builders. So the first one is called Divi Builder. It's really popular. You might have heard of it. It's part of Elegant Themes. They actually have built-in themes as a, as a starting point, And then you can kind of build from there and they have a ton of different plugins, email plugins, a lot of stuff kind of all, all wrapped into one. So I, I would say it's the easiest, easiest way to get started. They downside, I think is that they're not, they're not the fastest. So, um, some of the speed stuff is definitely gonna be important if you go with these builder plugins. And then next is Beaver Builder. They're probably the one of the other big ones out there. So I think Divi has an annual plan that you subscribe to, and Beaver Builder, I'm not not 100 sure. I think it works the same way. So just know there's a, a recurring cost to to use these as well. Um, but yeah, I think that rounds out the uh, the WordPress plugins for podcasters and bloggers and you know anyone anyone else who runs a website really. So I hope that was somewhat useful. Please go to setsailpodcast.com slash fourteen to check these out in detail and you know check them out. Give them give them a trial, especially the free ones that I recommended 
definitely use those. If something's paid, I you know I know that you have to weigh if it's worth it or not. But all of these I have paid for and used, and highly recommend. So maybe uh, maybe that'll help you a little bit. But thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. 